Let's go! afternoon or indeed evening to all of our listeners this is our nearly new podcast aptly named switch island that's myself and my right hand man my money penny the robin to my hood dan the man at danny ward 2707 and myself peter at g cube preacher discuss all of the nintendo creator of flip wars nerdy news New releases and our opinions on their new content. (laughs) (laughs) No new content for arms. Bong. 512 gigabyte (laughs) SD card revealed. Bong. (laughs) Mitomo shutting down two years after launching. (laughs) Labo. (laughs) Yeah, I think that worked. That's a keeper. I think that was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, I think we did really, really well. Slick. I think we've nailed it this week. I think we should stop there. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, it lasted um, one episode at least. I reckon we bring that back. Like, this gets the, the bongs back. I, I really we'll like Get it. the bongs back. Yeah. So, uh, what do you want to talk about first? Do you want to talk about the new, new, the no new content for arms? <laughs> I think it's important that we we know the fact that you're probably the only arms player in the group <laughs> between us, and you weren't too phased. Although we did say what they've got an esports tournament coming up where they're actually doing stuff. But yeah. So I think we could have a conversation about whether arms it is still relevant. Um, I think Ooh. it filled a gap in terms of when it was released. But whether it's got enough traction to get people playing and and so on, and it was like a Japanese, like tournament. It's absolutely it? mental when you watch it though, when because you can see some of the esports people online that they're playing and they're just absolutely stood up they playing. Put it down to an art, man. Yeah. It's scary, absolutely scary. But. I mean, if you've played it, haven't you played it at ours? Hmm. Um, and there's like the Wii boxing kind of feel to it, but it's got such a depth and technicality to it that I imagine people who are like gamers and people who are like competing are going to get a lot from it for quite a long time because there's little knacks and things to it. So it doesn't matter anymore like there's probably no new content so what was the content that they brought out? Well they were doing the same thing as they did with um, like Splatoon do you know the idea where you release the game Was it free? Yeah it was Was all free free. yeah it was all free and they drip feed the content to the to to the game. Um so I think they launched with a, a certain number of characters, which I don't know, I think a lot of people complained at the time that ARMS was released that there wasn't enough content there. But it was a fighting game, so like they typically don't have as much content as most other games anyway. And then they drip feed new characters, new stages as time goes on. Yeah. Um but did you wane? Because you're pretty. If you're into something, you keep going with it. Did you stop playing it? Well, I mean, I, I said in the last episode that that I eventually, uh, I eventually traded it in for my sins. Ah, yes, you did. Yeah, yeah I remember that. And I did trade it in. That's a cardinal sin for any game in the Blackburn household as well. Yeah. When you trade something in, it's it's like ah. Oh. I mean, crucially, I do regret doing that. Okay. I do because in terms of pick up and play, it is perfect. The online mode for it, where like. Um, different gamers kind of float around on this this lobby screen mm. and then jump in. Like it was it was actually really good. Like you'd meet the same guy floating around on that lobby screen, and he'd absolutely cane you. <laughs> so you'd you'd stay playing the game until you could face him again and cane him back. So it kind of worked. Yeah, and, and I really enjoyed the pick up and play element to it. I, Sounds I like some creepy pub where you just follow it, <laughs> it beats you up, and then you just follow him around for the rest yeah. of the evening. I'll take you on again, mate. So I know you won't. Come on, you've been beaten once. No, Leave that, it. that is exactly what it is. But I think, I don't know, I, I think it is still relevant as a game. There's a really good, there's a community behind it that, it that are really driving it home and playing it and they talk about it all the time on Twitter if you follow feeds and stuff and yeah. like fair play to them it's a great fighter but I think I, I said last episode and I'll say it again I do have a problem with, with fighter games I think that it, it's very controlled what you can get from them 
I um, think so. And I think you, you hit the nail on the head last time because you, you cite the fact that you had Street Fighter as well, didn't you? Pick that up. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, really, when that came out a couple of like, it was like weeks later. So, Arms followed Street Fighter, yeah. Did it come after yeah, it? Yeah, like, yeah. So, there we go. And again, the playability of Street Fighter, can't really argue with that. Yeah, yeah. it's it still the test of time. I am having the last word on that one. So, okay. 512 gigabyte SD reco- uh, card reveal. So, this isn't specifically for Nintendo Switch. Obviously, it can be used on there, but mm. my God. The size of that thing. That's ridiculous. If I had a pound for every time I heard that. You could get... A pound. Five... <laughs> <laughs> Shall I go on? I've just been burned beyond belief. I think I should leave. <laughs> but no, I mean, the principle behind this, I think Nintendo took a design direction with the Switch, didn't they? Yeah, definitely. Completely. They, the onboard memory on it is, is, is relatively small. I, I couldn't quote for you what it is. Could you? Do you Off the, the top of my head, I don't know, but I'm pretty sure it's akin to like 3DS, where you can get like a couple of games or like <laughs> half of a game on there. But it, no, and it's already sweating. It's all, yeah. It's like, oh my god, what are you doing to me? Please let me out. Ace Attorney is too much for me. <laughs> Breath of the Wild? No way. Um, they they made the right decision because these bigger SD cards are coming out. They're going to reduce in price as well, aren't they, as, 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 as time goes on? They're going to. And I think, again, the point of what I picked up the Switch for, which failed miserably because of you making me buy physical copies of games, was that <laughs> I was going to make it digital only. Because, again, you know, we're lucky enough we're a little bit older, you've got a little bit more money in the bank, all right, you're paying, what, five, six, seven quid, maybe more on a digital thing to keep it, and then it's... But again, the one thing that put me off with the platform, we'll go into too much detail, but the uh, like the, the GUI of the Switch, like you can't put stuff into folders. It really annoys me, like the game's just strawn out. And then oh, if, it, if that was customizable, like if that was, at the, and I think that's hopefully what we're going to see this year, a little bit more customization, but that would make it so much easier for me to invest and double down in like a really huge SD card and go, yeah, okay, this is going to be just digital only. Yeah, I, I mean, I, re- I have a real problem with like digital games and I'll just get this out there now um, it's because you're old yeah because I'm old yeah no, if I can't physically touch it it's not real you're like ten, 10 days older than me <laughs> yeah you're that's old, it you yeah. old bastard <laughs> <laughs> but like I think with like physical releases of games you, you've got them there like they're, they're physical you can point at them you yeah, take a yeah. picture you can upload them onto Instagram no, you, yeah I do um, well, we do by the way well yeah, we we do we do yeah. um, but I think that sounded like a proper like marital tip didn't it did it <laughs> we're holding hands over the table we do Pete we do I love you um, but I think the physical nature of it like I, I like having the, the physical version of it I mean I was a little bit gutted because I bought I mean we'll talk about it later but Darkest Dungeon they've yeah. just announced a physical version of it no they? yeah they have and like, I would have I'm even contemplating buying the physical version and never putting it in the Switch. You know what, like we're going to touch that and again, and I think it's, it's even stuff like the artwork in that game, but that's, that's perfect to bring up in a little bit. Next point, um, relatively indifferent about, but Miitomo shutting down two years after launching. So like the premise of what they're trying to do with these mobile games was to get a bit of an install base because obviously mobile is huge. Nintendo, I think, were teasing the fact that a lot of people thought they were going to go away from uh, bringing out their own home console and that they were trying to go down just bringing out an app, bringing out an app, trying to get onto Microsoft platform, trying to get on the Sony platform. But Miitomo was the first of all of them. And so again, for this to run out two years, is that Nintendo going, all right, okay, we dipped our toe in, you know, we'll come back to that later down the line. Or is that Nintendo going, ha motherfuckers, we got you to buy a Switch. We're happy with it now. Like, we're, we're moving away from it. I don't think you could point to any people that like used Mitomo and then went, do you know what? I loved Mitomo so much, I'm going to buy a Switch. I don't know what you're trying to say, Pete. <laughs> I'm trying to say... I was really invested in that <laughs> game. <laughs> that was the reason. Mate, I, the amount of <laughs> outfits I had in that game. I was going around in a chicken outfit and you just bounce into people's houses and be like, yo, what up? <laughs> like, they'd be like, oh. I mean, like, we did give it a go. We did give it a go. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think... I, I made the, the character and and so on, but I don't know, I think my, my, my support from Nintendo comes from like the consoles that they make and the games that they make, and Mitomo always just felt like, it was like yeah. Amiiverse, Mii Plaza kind of spin-off, like they weren't really trying very hard with that one, 
dipping their toe just to see how mobile would work. Kind of surprised. I mean, I keep on looking in that Nintendo online thing, you know, where you go in and see those stupid coins that you can't spend on anything. Well, you can't get anything for Nothing for Switch. For Switch and I've got like two when, mil- When's that going to happen? I've, like, whatever whatever denomination it is for the uh, Miitomo. And I've got like 500 of whatever. <laughs> sat off in there. It keeps on saying, do you want a Miitomo wallpaper for your phone? No, I I'm really like, don't. I'd rather gauge my... <laughs> <laughs> rather gouge my own eyes out with the phone <laughs> and then piss into the eye sockets and Lovely. download Animal Crossing and then go even worse and well like, the thing with Animal Crossing is like Animal, <laughs> animal just Crossing for the, just for the listeners at home I just took my socks off <laughs> I smelled it it's got real now it, it's like... got real <laughs> but like, if it, like Animal Crossing is like a movement like people love that and do you I... ever get into it? Yeah, on the GameCube, I bought it. You ever get in Tom Nook's little nook? No, it's all about... There's, like, this dog that plays guitar, and he's just... He's just the tops. He's absolutely everywhere, isn't he? Yeah, he's, they love he's, him. He's pretty awesome. He loves all that. I think he's even got cool in the name. It's something like J.K. Cool or something. To be fair, it kind of scares me, that game. Like, you'll go into it, and it because everyone's, like, quite vacuous... <laughs> it's like something like Dawn of the Dead and he's just these zombie animals just like welcome to my house do you want to buy a carpet I'm like oh, Jesus Christ what do you want for it four acorns yeah oh, no, okay. you've, you've got it down to a fine art there that, that, that is okay. essentially the game but um, <laughs> there we go I'm sorted <laughs> and, as but, our review sorted for uh, Animal Crossing that's available on all mobile platforms <laughs> But the thing about it is Animal Crossing, like when I got it on the GameCube, I, I gave it a fair go. Like the, the idea behind it is that you, you live just a virtual life. That That's it. Like that, That's all it is. But that virtual life is so bloody dull. Like it's just not for me. It doesn't It doesn't make me uh, happy that the, the carrots look like a cabbage patch kid. You know, your character just looks like a weird little human. With the <laughs> eyes and a wheel. Like, but oh, yeah, yeah. It's it, proper scary. It, in other news, the villager on Smash Brothers, ace character. Hmm? Yeah, really, really strong. Can't comment for that. Last time I played Smash Brothers, I think it was in your mum and dad's house. Was it? Yeah, yeah, seriously. I hope I was there. I think but, you were. I'm pretty sure <laughs> I But, like, I don't know. I think there, there is a market for Animal Crossing games. And I think on a mobile platform, if you're customised in a house and just dicking about with, like, pretty superficial things, then it's fine. fine for you. But there's, like, a clamouring for, like, Animal Crossing on Switch, which... Okay, if you're constantly adding stuff to your village or mm. house, then I can see why there's a draw to that. But I don't think it's really for it's me. Like, there's a plethora of, of like Nintendo people online where they're just absolutely clamoring for uh, for Smash Brothers and they're clamoring for Animal Crossing. Um, even the fact like Pokemon and uh, Metroid have been announced, which I can't wait for all these and games. Told but there's nothing. Oh, exactly. But they're just insisting constant more news. I want a trailer? And I just think you people are ruining it for absolutely everyone. Where's the element of Christmas Eve gone? You know, of just waking <laughs> up and going down, and there's just a little bit of package of joy, and they go, right, game's coming out in a week. What's happened to those days? Well, those days are still here because, like, you sit there waiting for the the Animal Crossing launch. Like Nintendo do a little tease of this is something for big kids and kids at heart, and then it's like, oh my god, this is Animal Crossing. It's going to happen, and then it's like. Newsflash, Labo. <laughs> Interesting you bring that up, Pete. Perfect little segue there into the next subject, which I think we should spend a little bit of time on because... Oh, I've, I've done a few thought experiments so with this. Before we just go into it, if you could give, like, summarise how you feel about Labo, because I think it's important that we try and... By the way, we don't care about Mitomo. I think we've established that. We're moving oh, no, away they, from that. We, we I'm quite get happy that's dead. It, yeah, it's dead. I never used it. Just use the people and go and build something we actually care about. I think that'll probably help us. Oh, so. Like Fire Emblem Heroes. Like That's oh, that pretty, well. pretty solid, actually. Pop, pop, come on for me. Whatever. Yeah. Labo. Labo. Um, How do you feel? Me, personally? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Forgetting the echo chamber that we follow on Twitter and everyone that... It, how, do you, how do you personally... Are you going to get this? Like me, as a person with you like as a person with real life money, real life money and responsibilities and you know bills and people that you care about, you have to spend coffee money on. Like, are you gonna buy this? Yeah, <sighs> I I think I am. You are. Yeah, he's grinning, folks. I, I am. I, I think know, I've I am. seen that grin many a time, and <laughs> I can legitimately say he's I know gonna it buy this. Ridiculous, and I really struggle to explain it, but I think I am. 
Are you going to pretend that you've got kids when you're doing it? No. What about when you walk into game? Are you going to or game station or no game station dead or um, what's the other one? Granger Games. I'm going to let them imagine I've got a kid. Are you going? Yeah. I mean, like, I do that quite a lot though. <laughs> yeah, kind of do that. Just like extrapolate the fact that they might be viewing you I'm as a I'm trying parent. to think. I think I did it when I bought the last Pokemon on 3DS. <laughs> and I went, it's oh, buying this for me, cousin. God, is it any good? <laughs> I've been here in years. And mate. he's like, this guy's being really defensive. Why are is he wearing, talking about his cousin? I didn't even are you ask you. Are wearing a, a Pikachu hat? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing a Pikachu hat? <laughs> no, I mean, like... With, with Labo, I think like a lot of people probably sounded quite disappointed. I mean... I think it was very, very vague because, again, mm. the the make, play, discover tag that kind of came out with Labo, like, it made perfect sense, but they kind of... They, they set people up in a good way, I think, because they were, like, for the well, younger you heart... You can't argue against it. No, not like, at all. If you're, like, a hardcore gamer and you start saying, what do I want this bloody cardboard for? It's like, well, they, they said beforehand it's not for you, so, like, wind your neck in. But they, it didn't stop people from getting really out of joint over this. Like they, there was a lot of disappointed people. <laughs> no, there really were, and I think a lot of people expected some. And we were talking about it. We were trying mm. to, because I think I did come back to you then and say, no, it's it's said for the younger heart. It's a very strange. Do you remember, of... like like I did that little post of like you it's did. a Joy-Con butt scratcher. <laughs> yeah. That's not that far away. It wasn't that you far away. You look at that fishing rod and tell me that doesn't that couldn't scratch your butt. I like, genuinely think Joy-Con. someone at Nintendo made that. And had to come up with a really elaborate excuse. <laughs> have you made a but? No, it's a fishing rod. It's a fishing rod, honest. <laughs> What's that on the floor? Is that if you if you, <laughs> if you made a Roomba? No, no, that's a, it's a robot. That it's a, yeah, it's gonna it's, a, it's a, with the Joy Cons. No, I mean like I I re- like I wrote that little piece about it for the site, didn't mm. I? And in it, I basically identified two sidebar. Oh. Sorry, website coming out this weekend. Uh, we'll probably get it boxed off Saturday if I'm not hungover. Well, I think we might be like well, looking at this table. But beer, beers of choice tonight and Miller's. We're having a change, fantastic. Yeah. yeah, it's been good. Um, but no, I think like I, I've done a little piece for that talking about it in depth. But my overall overall view on it is, firstly, there's haters. Like there's people are like this is bloody cardboard. What am I spending? Like? I like the haters. Not not because I'm one of them. I think it's a great idea. But I just kind of like the fact that. Anything that comes out from Nintendo, there's always some Nintendo fanboy really takes offence to it. Mm. And conveniently, like three years down the line, they probably got a Labo tattoo. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> but like there's haters, and there's people who are saying like this is cardboard. What am I spending this money on? And they talk about like like high tech VR and the rest of it. And then like they they've missed a point, but not the point that the Nintendo fanboys bang on about. So like a lot of Nintendo fanboys, which I probably would count myself as one of them say, oh, it's all this magic about, like, what Nintendo do. Imagine Father coming in and helping you build this toy before he goes back and, like, lets you just play with it. Um, but no, I, I think it's going to work, but it's it's not about those two, two arguments, really. It's going to work because, at the end of the day, like, there's a lot of word-of-mouth support for the Switch. There's a lot of word-of-mouth support for for Labo I'm sure when it gets there and even the haters are like just putting those pictures up of like yeah I think they're the ones that can't wait to get hand like whoa it's bending again every single thing like you're probably going to bend this Tesla is bending this cardboard is bending when it gets wet it bends it bends (laughs) and I'm like fuck Jesus wet get a life I don't know so the long and short of it is I, it is no more ridiculous than putting a VR helmet on with headphones and Completely jumping agree. about in your living room. Like, just because that, that's out of plastic and this is out of cardboard. And what, like... The like, whole point of this is they've always been ridiculous. Like, if you buy Nintendo, <laughs> they've always come up with something absolutely... The mad scientists of the video game world. Exactly. And yeah. they just... Anything they do, they just seem to want to waste money on. And I love the idea. But <laughs> I, I, it, I don't think this is a waste of money. I so let, let's go through that. So the prices of this. So it's going to come out on April 20th. So mark the date. <clears throat> uh, it's up for at the moment fifty nine ninety nine for the variety kit. So there's quite a few bits and that's all the small kind of... I think it said before the fishing rod. Piano, some bloody house. It's thing. a piano in that as well. That's the piano one, yeah. Have you seen how that works, by the way? 
So they put like a controller in the back and it reads like the... It's the specific pressing. one, isn't it? It's the left controller because it has the um, oh. NFR, is it? Uh, near free... I can't remember what it is. NFR. One of them reads movement, doesn't that's, it? And I think it's the one that, that is the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the Joy-Con, so that's the one that's in there. So, 60... so not the one that like kept failing to connect to your Switch in the early days? <laughs> no, quite much. <laughs> so in England, 60 quid for the variety kit. Um, I think it's near enough the same price in the US. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's like 69.99. It might be $10 more. <laughs> Suck it up. <laughs> and then over here, we've got 69.99 for the robot kit. Um, and I think it's 79.99 hey, in the States. You know what? I was thinking about this. Like You're going to look like a helmet. Like Either way, you're going to oh, look yeah. like a helmet. But that robot kit... I can imagine showing like my little game set up, like a little little hanger <laughs> by the side, next to where that like little Mario hat is, like a little backpack, and, like all the little stuff for it. I can imagine that. I, I just think I'm gonna look like uh, is it um, oh god in signs? You know we're all sat there with the tinfoil hats on and Mel Gibson burst through the door. It's like what the fuck are you lot doing? I don't know like. You're throwing, like, yeah. water at him. So so out of those two then, so you said the variety kit and the robot kit. Yeah. So, what do you reckon they'll do with if you want that robot kit yeah. and you've already because it's coming with a game, isn't it? It's coming with a cart that has the the way you build it and presumably some sort of software on it. Um, so, do you reckon they'll bring out the variety kit for sixty quid and then down the line they'll bring out like different iterations for maybe a tenner, twelve, thirteen quid? Well, it's it's like a periphery, isn't it? Like that, that, yeah. that's what you're making, and I. I think there's potential... Like, so what Nintendo have done with like this whole Amiibo thing is they've made like a universal toy with with it. So Do you mean the ones that they, they ripped off Sony? <laughs> well, Sony did those little Shots models. fired? Those, those Sony ones, like they look like Amiibo, but I don't think they work with any games. But they are essentially Amiibo. But the Nintendo Amiibo, they can work with like... I've, I've like hit a very, very sore they? subject here. I know we were talking about it the other day. They look <laughs> awful. They, you know what? Some of them I, look I like okay. I like the look of them, but I just don't think their characters have enough draw it, to Exactly them. stupid that they haven't done an Ethan Drake one, or, and maybe oh, they're yeah. just testing the water. I like the Bloodborne figure. I do like that game, even though I think... I... But the problem is, like with with the Sony games and the, the, like the Sony headline characters... Like, they just look all out of place. So there was like this like Smash Brothers rip beat up that they did, but all the characters just looked like they were com- from a completely different universe. I remember that, yeah. Yeah, and it was it's like, like Smash- Final Fantasy characters and all sorts, yeah. and it was a bit weird. But like with the Nintendo ones, like even though they could be from very disparate games, there's like a common thread. Like mm. there's some kind of core direction to the design of those characters. That makes them look as if they should stand next to each other. I just, I just like the look of, and I mean, I'm, I'm showing Pete the the Mario in his wedding outfit. That handsome robe. Isn't he? The detail in that and the the feel of it and the fact the PlayStation ones don't use the um. What do they call it? NFC. Or it's NFC. What is it? Near field communication. There we go. You got it right. I don't know if NFR is even a thing now that I've said that. Oh, I don't know. If anyone can comment and let us know, that'll probably help me out because I don't want to make a tear on myself next time I say it. But the detail <laughs> that goes into these things and the fact there's people out there that will collect all of them. Oh, yeah. It's the lovely, but I like the fact it's um, it's like a rush for people to pre-order them on Amazon. Yeah, and they, yeah, yeah. they really, really want to get I mean, a hold of them. You've just held that one up there. Hmm. That would not look out of place next to Samus Aran in full no, armour. not at all. It wouldn't look out of place next to Link from no. Ocarina of Time. Because even though they're from very disparate games, there's some kind of common hmm. like theme behind them or some kind of root design thing that makes them look like they're part of a trend. No, like, you do. When you get the... So you get, like... Is it Papa, Papa the Rapper? Get it Para- the, Parappa the Rapper? Oh, you, you, I don't know. But, like, I feel you like get, I'm having a stroke when I say <laughs> that. Yeah. Parappa the Rapper. You all right, Dan? You okay, mate? <laughs> but you could get him by the, the Bloodborne guy hmm. and it's like... Hmm. Why are these two next to each other? Oh, they're made by Sony. But right. both of them are on Sony yeah. console, and it's like, oh. But like, no, if yeah. you like, Bloodborne is a violent game, but like, Papa the Rapper isn't, and so so people would say, well, they're, they're bound to like clash. But like Zelda and Mario and Samus and like they're they're not all just platformers. They're they're different uh, games and they still have a, a connection, don't they? One of the best things I heard, I think, this week was um, a chap called Brian Altano, who like does the Podcast Beyond, which is 
IGN's PlayStation podcast. Oh, okay. And he uh, describes like one of the monsters up Bloodborne of saying it looks like a prolapsed anus. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that's pretty much what that looks like. <laughs> really? And everyone's laughing. I'm like, no, it's a really, really good critical way of uh, explaining what that looks like. Good I'm analysis. telling you, very, very legit. <laughs> Back to Labo. Sorry, guys. Oh, just yeah, hijacked yeah. that because it's something I this think we were. what we do. Um, we have had four beers. Miller's. Very, very nice beer. <laughs> we're That's not right. sponsored or anything. Like, we? I thought we were. I thought <laughs> every beer we buy. For our four listeners. <laughs> What's to say? Miller's Genuine Draft Cold Filtered Beer. What is cold filtered beer? Clearly all beer. Well, they can't cold. guarantee it's cold, can they? So anyway, come on, Labo. So long and short, but yes, I am going to buy it. And partially, I just, I just want to see what it's like. And I mean, VR, I, I like the idea of VR stuff, but... Didn't like it. Well, I felt a little Tried bit, it, didn't like it. Yeah, I felt like... I think the only time I've done it, and this probably isn't like a fair airing of it, like I did it in one of those like the Lexpo things where they had like one set up. And I think it wasn't the PlayStation one, it was Oculus Rift. Hmm. And I... I knew a guy. It was incredible. And it was really interesting. But I couldn't imagine like wanting to get the next release on it so I could play it in my house. I knew a guy that had a house party and he was playing, um, I think it was Resident Evil 7 VR. And one of his mates went home with pink eye. <laughs> That's a lie. That's not a lie. <laughs> so the fact that they were all sharing, uh, honestly, because it's it sucks your face and then it's pulling all the moisture, and it's <laughs> and he honestly went home with pink eye. I can't believe that. That is that. It's like something out of Shaun of the Dead. That I isn't. Mean, it? Well, Big Dave says dog can't suck up. <laughs> Same thing. Um, just, just final point on this. Go for it. Essentially, I can't buy into VR. Because it's a really lonely experience. Mm. It's so lonely. And like if we've got one TV in the main living room, if I'm playing VR, the missus is there going, I wish I could be doing something else other than watching you wiggle about with a VR helmet. Oh no, I can imagine. But this like it's scary as this, well. I can imagine the missus like helping me build the thing and thoroughly wanting to try it out with me and like do that whole thing. Like, I, I could imagine making that a more communal experience than VR. VR, you put a helmet on, you're lost in whatever game you're playing. This, like, do you remember playing Wii Tennis? Yeah, got, yeah, yeah. I got so many bruises on my back <laughs> from people getting proper into it. It looked hilarious for the casual observer. That's, that's Labo. Yeah, yeah. Like, imagine me stomping around in a cardboard suit like some kind of helmet. <laughs> To be fair, that's, that sounds that, like you like. do something do you something you do before before Labo was even announced. Walking around, oh, I got these from Aldi. No, you didn't, Pete. Calm down, mate. <laughs> Jesus, what? No, so long and short, I think it'll be a success, but probably not for the reasons. I like the um, I like the the blurb from the Kotaku article, so I've got it here. So Nintendo's upcoming grand experiment with cardboard is <laughs> unexpected enough that people have reacted dramatically to the announcement. Largely, fans seem to fall into two camps. Either they're psyched to build their own contraptions or they don't understand why something like this exists at all. So again, it kind of it picks up on the fact I've not met anyone yet in the second camp, albeit there's a very, very limited amount of Nintendo fans that can actually discuss these type of things not look like a weirdo over. But <laughs> from my perspective, like it looks good. I showed the miss of the video. She has no interest in any of these type of things. She was like, oh, yeah. I can see why that's there it, it makes sense it's tapping into like a little designer maker kind of trend that's mm. going on i think there's there's this idea that making stuff is quite quite good now i mean like when in the piece i was writing like kids absolutely loved bottle flipping and fidget spinners <laughs> like they couldn't be any more low tech they couldn't be any more boring but boy did they buy them in the truck it's mental that fidget spinners were just global yeah, so the yeah. fact like something like this has come out really if it's do, tangible you've got to work on it yeah it's going to be popular I do not underestimate like just something that's simple that oh, you yeah. feel in your hands and okay we're older so you're middle aged but we remember yo-yos they come out yeah. remember those little popper things oh they're that used back to... they're back like, and what were the doing pogs the remember pogs like, yeah, I remember pogs you slam like... them down and they, like, yeah, you flip yeah. them over and stuff yeah all those so again all these type even fucking Tiddlywinks had oh, poke, you, Pokemon cards. I'm going for Pokemon. You can go for Pokemon if you want. That's absolutely fine. You can go for Tiddlywinks. If anyone doesn't know what a Tiddlywink is, good luck googling that without finding something weird on the internet. But yeah, don't Google it. But like Pokemon cards, like Pokemon cards were like a thing. I think they're still there. I see them in shops and stuff. But like every time I see them, I remember the time you lost your massive stack of them oh, in their don't. changing rooms in high school. So story for people at home. So when I was about 
how old were we when Pokemon came out? I don't know. 12, 13? 13. 13. Um, and I was, I was big oh, on the Pokemon card scene. Like, yeah. If if I was like I was a don at Pokemon cards. That, good I, job like you weren't doing eBay at the time because you would have spent. Oh god, gotcha. you would have spent some I, proper money. If you I because folks, it, was, like, it was first gen at the time and I had four mm-hmm. Charizard shinies. I had all of the collector ones that you got from going to see Pokemon the movie. I had absolutely everything, and I still think I know who stole them when yeah. I was in. I'm not yeah, can you give me initials? Not, give me initials. It's, it was someone from a lower year. So if I gave you initials, you probably wouldn't even get it. But we'll talk about it. And I know where he lives. If you want a okay, couple more bottles of Miller's. We need to sort this out. <laughs> so we'll com- we're actually... Give me his Pokemon cards. So we found out they committed the crime by listening to their podcast. Aptly named Switch Island. Well, officer. With at DannyWard2707. And <laughs> um, why but, are you round at this man's house? Well, uh, why are you wearing your Pokemon cap again, Dan? <laughs> why are you nude? Um, so make play discover I think you're going to do it I'm on the fence the only reason I'm on the fence is once it's built mm-hmm. I don't know where the hell I'm going to put it um, well you like that, that I, I think I don't know I, I, I find places to store ner- nerdy stuff all the time but if it's 70 quid or let's say you're paying 50, 59.99 for the variety kit and you, you know you've got some space to put it it's probably going to be worthwhile if you've got kids it's an absolute no brainer um, although depending on the age, if you're putting a you know three hundred pound switch console in a visor or whatever it might be, oh or, no, like the switch stays stays. Well, this is what I wanted to mention. Still, so the Nintendo put patents in a long, long time ago with um, and the premise of having some sort of cardboard visor. So Was that I, to cover like well, VR? It, presumably to cover some sort of aspect of VR with them. So because there is Google Cardboard, there is it? Google Cardboard, and again, that's a little bit of a, a flimsy nightmare from people. But if Nintendo bring out something similar, potential. I mean, the screen's good enough. It's a bit bit big, bit thick. It might be a bit weighty to put in a little <laughs> visor. I'm talking about the Switch. Don't big on. Get a grip of yourself. So, Not like that. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think, I d- oh, you know, it depends on your perspective. Some people look at Lego and think it's just plastic bricks. It's What's the, the fun? Yeah, it's the logic. Like some people that. look at this and think it's just cardboard. What's the fuss? But I don't know. I think there's more to it than that. And I, I can just imagine like a modder a community showing up. I mean, people yeah, yeah. filling up their Twitter feeds with like, like their own custom build ones completely like this could get legs like and it could really run and particularly if for example if they do like the amiibo thing where like amiibos work with a lot of different games imagine if you did like i don't know the the the, the stomping robot one and then a gundam game comes out and you can you can do that and when we were talking the other day when we went for a coffee and i, I turned around and said you know the the backpack that they're doing um mm. So is that the robot kit, the backpack? Yeah, robot one. So it's what, got strings that run in it. What if they turn around and all of a sudden that's the next peripheral for Luigi's Mansion? <laughs> I'm in. Or they bring a Ghostbusters game too. out? <laughs> I'm in. I think that's, I'm the, in. that's the type of thing. If they can tie it into something, if they can mm. bring it into a game, if they say, right, okay, now in Breath of the Wild you can control Link, uh, you know, in a certain... <laughs> in, well, PlayStation oh, did very good. Some, well, no, like, no. Like, just on that point, like... Breath of the Wild, that's like a kind of forgotten tech thing, isn't it? Imagine like Link yeah, yeah. in a mech. Yeah. <laughs> but he's got a motorbike, so he might as well have yeah, a mech might, suit yeah, as well. Why not? But again, that's well, the there's, type there's, of thing. In that variety pack you mentioned, there's a motorbike. There we go. You know, riding around on a motorbike on his Harley. Prediction. You're predicting it. Uh, like, let's make this like an official. You're going to get. You're gonna get have you got like a jingle or anything? I can make one. Go. Make a jingle and I'll do the prediction. So you, you just think through your prediction and all I'll do is I'll find some sort of jingle for us. So for, for this prediction, do we, need, do, we, do we need to... We could set up the prediction. No, I think we're good. I think we can carry on. It's okay. okay. I'm just going to come up with some sort of... So the prediction is that this this Labo could become like a universal almost periphery for the Switch with other games. Why not do it with Breath of the Wild after all of the other kind of... DLC expansions are done. Once it starts ebbing away, why don't you mess with that game a little bit and say now Labo compatible? Yeah, you ready for the uh, you ready for the jingle? So, here comes the first prediction from Switch Island podcast. Let's the, go. The, 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 the first prediction. 
Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't find anything other than gangster rap. I struggled, Pete. Why are you judging me? It's the best I could come up with. How is it? I was, it's I a good I was, song. I don't know what I was expecting. I don't know what I was expecting, but I'm very disappointed by your reaction. Oh, I felt I, you know, I felt I went all out for that. I felt I, I thought the song, okay, it was rap. Right, go again. Put it on again and I'll do it properly. Oh, Sorry. Okay. That, I just was surprised. I just didn't. There we go. It's your jingle. I don't. It was never going to be the normal. <laughs> okay, you cut. You cut. Right. Oh, final time. Right, final time. Go. Jeez. Here we go. Christ. Come on. No rush. Prediction. Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild. Now with Labo support, you can play with the motorbike on the Labo motorbike. And there's now a Zelda mech. Ba, 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 ba. It's going to happen. There we go. There we go. We predicted it. So if you predict it, it will happen. That's the way of thinking about these things. I can't imagine there's many people that have predicted that. Do you reckon? Probably not. Not if they know that the... Well, to be honest, I didn't even see the motorbike in the video. So it'll be quite funny now if you wait, misinterpret wait, it. Play the song again. Play the song again. Oh, hold on. Another one. Hang on. Okay, he's got another one. Come see him waves this, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Prediction 2, despite the announcement of ARMS no longer having updates, there is going to be an update. Labo oh. support for ARMS. Oh my God. Oh. Be, 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 be. It's, literally, <laughs> it's literally like ARMS with the Joy-Cons, but you just put the cardboard box on your back. I like how we're just calling it the cardboard <laughs> box. <now. laughs> Nintendo cardboard box? Right, okay, so what we're going to move on to now is uh, a new topic we've called Switch It Up. I love that. Do you like that? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think That's it's pretty good. Tale. So <laughs> what we want to try and just go through, we don't want to give full reviews yet of these games, but we want to give our early thoughts about what we're playing. Yeah, I think the reason we didn't want to give early reviews is the games that we're playing at the moment, um, aside from being a little bit episodic, are also pretty big games. Well, it's more the fact as well, like, we're just starting the website and it's actually, we never even planned to start a website, we just wanted to do the podcast, so probably next week we'll have some sort of video TV <laughs> show, so stay where you are, but from our perspective, we want to get a long form review in there when we yeah. feel we've given the game enough justice I to, mean, like, review it. I mean, I think the long and short of it is, one of the games that I've been playing at the moment is Xenoblade, mm-hmm. and most of the reviews that I've looked at, like, are from quite a relatively low, like, hour count. Yeah, yeah. Um... And I think a, a lot of the people that play the other game, Darkest Dungeon, yeah, they've been playing that for like a year or so. I think it's they? really important to hit this like head on because you and I, we play things and we get passionate about them and we care about the games. We're not the type of people yeah. that are just going to sit here and, and rip on things that you like. We want to make sure that we give it attention, give it care. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of demands on our money. Like, yeah, for, yeah. And like, we're not in like the... the, the we haven't got like infinite funds to spend and no one's like just giving us games. Not so, yet. Not yet. Anyone out Fingers there want to give us free games? <laughs> I will literally play anything. This is why we started this. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a cry of desperation. But um <laughs> won't go that far, Jesus. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think when we do buy a game, we, we read into it, we look at what we want and then we, we get it and we try and devote as much time to it as possible. There's a rationale and there's a reason behind it. Yeah. I mean and I think when we do properly review the games we're playing they're going to be really thoughtful pieces of us, like what we think about them. And I think just to fill in that kind of piece about you specifically, because like ever since we've been young, you've always been super passionate about the things you've played and the way you speak and the way that you're right, it very much makes me want to play these type of things. So I never would have got Xenoblade. I ended up getting it for Christmas um, because you've spoken about it, <laughs> being this excited, I played the first, I want to... So right, okay, Jesus Christ, I better get this game. And I'm, I'm not into it yet, but it's kind of in the background. I know mm. I'm, I'm talking a lot about Persona 5. You know, that's what I'm playing. Well, like, that's your time sync but right there. That's the time sync and I'm trying mm. to move. So at the moment... Um, Segways is pretty good onto a game that we're playing at the moment, Darkest Dungeon. Oh yeah, that's one we kind of met met in the middle over. Yeah, wasn't it? It really was. So, this is th- a good game. Well, what I really like about it, I mean, I think if I was going to summarize it very briefly for anyone who hasn't played it, it, it it's like you are in charge of the intervention of like demonic and cursed things coming out of a mansion. 
That, mm. that that's what you're in charge of, and then you send in like your own like troops or teams of four like heroes to try and fix and solve whatever those monsters are that are coming out of that. Fix Britain. and solve, Jesus! That's such a such <laughs> a really polite way. No, it's such a polite way of explaining how this game goes. It's brutal. Like, it's, it's a brutal hard. game, man. Yeah. Really brutal game. I lost my first character. Did you? Because you, like, you get permadeath, don't you? Yeah. So you can you can. So I knew you got permadeath. So, so for anyone not listening, permadeath probably worth like because again, there's not going to be everyone out there that understands it. I know everyone should, but do you want to explain it briefly? So permadeath means like. You can invest in characters which, when they die, they you, are gone. You gone. Rest of <laughs> so they like, is the reason why there's a lot of like love for like the Fire Emblem se- series on Nintendo because that. Is that what happens in that? Oh, I've yeah, never played they, one. Okay. Yeah, the purest Fire Emblems is permadeath. Like when you, you jeopardize. But you can choose. Well, yeah. Like, oh, can you? Okay. Yeah, you can. I mean, I did it. Like, there's Fire Emblem Warriors, which again I have to lend to you, but like on that you can have it permadeath or not. Like, Okay, so again, touching on the point, so permadeath in this game. Um... Well, well, I like it in this game more than I have in any other. So, usually permadeath, I always feel like while well, I've invested a lot in this character, mm. I feel like I've like lost it now. That's like losing the character from it. But or it's like watching The Walking Dead and losing Daryl. Like that's what it's like. <laughs> but um, in this, Daryl fan. Yeah, hundred percent. Really. Hundred percent. Like, I would have had you down as a Rick man. Well, yeah, like biting the throat out of people is great. Like I'm a big. I was, fan a, I was a bit of a car man, but yeah. apparently people have told me now he's uh, spoilers. Carl. 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 I know we can't just do the Carl. Podcast. You just do that for five minutes. Carl. <laughs> but like, I don't know. It works in this game. Like, the the narrator creates an atmosphere. Like this really good. He's a moody get him. So he he just speaks over. He's what your long last relative, and he's invited yeah. you back to the mansion. Who's committed suicide. He was committed suicide because yeah. he let out a load of things that he went looking for, and he wasn't happy with it. Yeah, that's pretty way of explaining it. And he's yeah. ashamed at the things that. He, like, so. It creates a real intense claustrophobic atmosphere. And then these heroes come along and you invest in some of them. Others are like a little bit fodder. Yeah. I think. So you have like your central hub, don't you? Yeah. Where you, you, you're within that central hub. You can put your characters into. So if you've got a knight, he's particularly um, religious. He wants to go and speak to God. Like you can put him in there to kind of get over. Oh, yeah. Because that's one thing we haven't touched on. The is the dynamic. That, so the dynamic of the way the game plays is that you have health. Yeah, you still have, you have your health, bars, which, is which you, you can you can top up a little bit by eating food throughout the dungeon. But then yeah. you also have what's sanity. So you have sanity, and that ebbs away. So these guys are getting shit scared about what they're going yeah. through, and are effectively turn around and going, "I'm not happy in here." I mean, there's yeah. two stages of it as well, isn't there? Same with um, no, I'm sure there's two stages of sanity. So once you've gone past the first one and you've lost all, or you've you've topped up that bar. The next one means that you start to oh, acquire heart attack. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, what's really good about it is, I don't know, like it's been at a time when, at least in the news and stuff, there's all this thing about like mental health and stuff, and that it's not a real like, or that it hasn't been treated like a real thing. Yeah, this is a massive part of the game's dynamic, and it's really good. You know what really messed me up on that subject is I I went from watching Dunkirk. Uh, and then started watching this, and obviously you've got um, the stress of them fighting. Yeah, but they're, they're specifically, I can't remember the name of the actor who plays uh, his Scarecrow in Batman: Dark Knight. I think it is, uh, and he's in Peaky Blind. He's the main character, Cillian Murphy. Okay. So Cillian Murphy's the chap. He was like, he's pulled out. Have you seen the film yet? Yeah, I've no, seen yeah, it. yeah. So when he the guy that's pulled out the water, and yeah. he's like, and he pushes the lad down the stairs, but he's just absolutely mentally. That's how I went from play like watching that film to playing the game, and I was like, "Oh my god, I am him." They're, they're so scared, and I was like, "I can see why they would be when they've got that absolute bastard that stopped me playing it for three days that resurrects people, and then he killed off one of my uh... yeah." So you get the so they've got this like corpse dynamic, haven't they? Yeah, that's and really... there's like a necromancer that can raise up the corpses again. And... <laughs> He's an absolute arsehole, and I think that. I don't know. I've enjoyed playing it because it is challenging. I've lost one of my heroes, and I did my best not to, but like... I but got you failed. Yeah, I failed. 
But I got to this like tipping point where I was like, well, I don't really like this guy. Do I heal him or what? Like, and there was a couple of other like heroes that were coming in that I thought, you know what? I it's usually the ones when you know you've left someone and they're kind of healing up, and you go, oh, this guy, I've kind of got him off the wagon. Quite literally, you get him off a wagon, <laughs> and then you put him into the fray, and you're like, oh, Jesus, they're not really not too. Good. It's that fellow with a crossbow, he just sprays crossbows everywhere. Oh, I really like that. I think so, it's like, I, um, but I, I was like, nah, I don't like you. There's a couple of classes that I really like. I mean, so all the heroes, there's like, I don't know how many different classes there are, but there's a, there's a significant amount, and where you place them in your lineup of four, yeah, like enables them to either use or like rules out certain skills that they have. Mm. And I think the dynamic of building your party is something that I really like. I think the micromanagement of the people you send in, and then the people that you send for treatment for either like aiding their sanity or removing like negative debuffs and mm. stuff. I think they've done that really well. And and the art style is the just art style is incredible. Perfect. I love it. I think it, they call it something don't they? It's something like it's a pro it's quill or it's not cell shaded because that's that's something entirely different. Yeah, but it, it's it's effectively a two D scroller, isn't it? Like yeah, the, the way yeah. it kind of and then you go into a um what's they call it, type of RPG. Um, it's not ATB active time battle you know where you, you... oh yeah it's, it's like turn based turn based that's it why yeah. the hell I can remember turn based it's turn based it's and what is it they call it roguelike because roguelike yeah. right yeah and like it really is I mean they, we can't talk about it but Ironclad was like a really good you love that game yeah, yeah. that's like a puzzle mech fighter now compatible with Labo <laughs> it's not don't but... say <laughs> well, sorry, is it I was like, I haven't seen that in the notes. But, um, like, uh, the thing about it is, as you play it more and more of your party die, you can play it again and keep playing and keep playing and you learn the ropes and advance further. But I'm really enjoying it. And I think, I don't know, I, I probably have a bit of prejudice to it because I think it was, like, on a, was it on iPad for a while? I, I usually think like this, but the last one I got on... Uh, Switch that was prior on mobile was what's the name of the Zelda clone? I've got my Switch here, so I'm gonna make a little bit of noise. I'm gonna. Oh, it's f- um, Oceanborn. Yes, Oceanhorn. Oceanhorn. Ocean. <laughs> That's sounds, much ruder. So I didn't think it was. Sounds like a detective. <laughs> Oceanhorn, <laughs> private eye. But yeah, Oceanhorn, and that was you could tell it was a little bit clunky. I didn't know this was on mobile. It doesn't feel like that to me. Mm. Um, it's a grower, not a shower. I definitely <laughs> think it's got the legs. Sorry, I just interjected. That. I'd have four pounds. Um, <laughs> then it, it's to the point where it is like, it's definitely growing on me. I feel I'm thinking about it a lot and I'm thinking about the art style and it's stressing me out and I like the idea of that. Yeah. The last time that did that game did that to me, okay, Dark Souls. Can't wait for that to come out, by the way. Another one that did I'm that to 50, me. 50 50. Do we have time to talk about Dark Souls? We can get to it in a minute. Should we leave that for another time? I think it's another time. I think we can probably get back we could to get it. get a bloody episode out of Dark Souls. Quite literally a bloody episode out of Dark Souls. <laughs> but the last time I felt that nervous was Dead Space back on uh, PlayStation. Yeah. Uh, PlayStation 3 was Dead Space 2? Yeah, it was 2? early, yeah. Was it PlayStation 4? Someone I correct me. Bit, Someone correct me. I played it a bit on the PC. So are we playing anything else? So... Still doing Skyrim? Yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but like, I'll forever be playing Skyrim. Like, it's it's just, I don't know. I think Skyrim's just one of those experiences that you end up missing after a while. It's comfort food, and yeah. I think everyone has a game like that that they go back to. Um, for me, mine Final Fantasy twelve that got remastered recently on PlayStation four. That's my comfort food. You know, if I ever miss something or. If, it's like melancholic, you know, you go back to something that you feel quite fondly of. I when like you're that. sick of playing games for your downtime, I'll pick up Skyrim. It's like, I'll pick up Skyrim, like, because yeah. it's just a really nice, like, way to lose some time. It's weird. I know I won't go into it too much, but the way that Skyrim's like that, but Fallout never really felt like that. Now, again, a lot of people Fallout hit a lot more for them. But Skyrim hit it's the same way that Dragon Age hit for a lot of people, but Mass Effect didn't. No, I, I, I did really. And vice versa. Of, like, like Mass Effect and uh, Dragon Age. Yeah. Played all of them. Did you play Inquisition? But I sat, yes, I did. Did you play Inquisition? I, I did. see. I've got that on the PlayStation Four. I've played so it yet. far. 
I, but like it, it became really cheap on PlayStation, didn't it, for a while? It went down to like six quid, I think. Um, and again, for the American listeners, eight, eight pounds. Oh no, no, six pounds or eight dollars or whatever it might be. I don't know why I've just automatically. Nice quick math. Quick maths. Um, quick math. Quick math. Quick math. That's it. Nobody's going to listen anymore because we're we're trying to imitate. Um, I prefer okay. the way they say it. So you happy with that? So should we plod on to February releases? So what we want, what's coming on there? So I think it's worth just looking at the blurbs from some of these because it just sets the stall out and makes you think absolutely nothing of the game. So 6th of Feb, uh, we've got Dandara. Dandara? Dandara? Dan- Dandara? It sounds like an illness. In a bizarre universe when the oppressed are on the brink of oblivion, Dandara is awoken to reshape the world. Well, that sounds brilliant. Do you get anything out of that that you really would well, know I what that is? Well, I don't know the game. Well, well I don't know the game, but... That would... blurb is pretty good. Okay, like. so on the, again, on the 8th of... Uh, blurb writer some more there. I think you'll find they probably get paid enough for that, my friend. Okay. So, a- Aegis of Defenders? Aegis? A- A-E-G-I-S Defenders. So, the blurb is very short for this. I think they've definitely been paid enough for this one. Explore, build, defend. I'm pretty sure that was on my mortgage when we bought the house. Explore, but, build, defend. <laughs> I have to say, I, I quite like exploring. You do? I do. Like building. Yeah, I do. I do mm. like a bit of building in my game, yeah. Not defending, Pete. Do you like defending? Yeah, I'm quite defensive. You're defensive, yeah, yeah. yeah. That might be a game for me. Like that tie doesn't go well with that shirt. I think this tie goes very well with this shirt. Great defence. So the next one we got is Atomic <laughs> Run Gun Jump Gun. So that's the name of the bloody game. So Atomic Run Gun Jump Gun. As a rule, I don't buy a game unless it's got the word gun in it twice. So mm. that's perfect for me. It's a very limited game. So uh, Atomic Run Gun Jump Gun is a tough as nails 2D action platformer that puts a teeth rattling gravity defying weapon in your hands. <laughs> a teeth rattling gravity defying weapon in your hands. It doesn't. Did you make that up? That's genuinely the blurb for that game. No, it isn't. Guys, show me. That puts a teeth rattling, gravity defying weapon in your hands. Why teeth rattling? I don't really know. Tough as nails, 2D platformer. It's, you know what? I'm kind of. These things, it's important that it doesn't show the price on the website. So. If you were to price that, maybe four, five, six quid. Like if if it were to come out of that price, to say, isn't it? Like it's impossible to say. So next one, very very close to your heart, uh, Portal Knights. So again, ah, Portal Knights, yeah. 9th of Feb, this is coming out again. It's a it's game. It's already out. It's already out as yeah. a download, but you can get it as the game card on the 9th of Feb. Do you know? Would you have bought it as a game card, or would you bought it as a download? I mean, it's uh, the thing. Like it's the same trauma with. With Darkest Dungeon, like I would have waited to buy the physical. Like you mentioned, the physical copy was coming out for that, didn't you? So, yeah. and I jumped early because, well, me and the missus were looking for like a multiplayer game, and we played the death out of like Mario Kart and all the other like multiplayer games we had. We played the death out of them. We were even, we, like we were even taking it in turns on Splatoon. Like that that that's the point that we got to. And like Portal Knights, I was looking at it. And it's like class based. There's like three classes. There's like a, a a warrior, a ranger, and a mage. And you can play it two player split screen. And it's literally like, imagine Minecraft with RPG elements. Really? Yeah. That that's it. Like if I had to phrase like how good that game is, I'd say imagine Minecraft, which I've never played. So sauce. Um, with RPG <laughs> elements, Minecraft could be anything now, and you're like, yeah, it's Minecraft with. But like, it's it's fu- like, I know what voxel based games are. It's yeah, like, yeah. Like, it's one of those. But then there's classes, and then you craft your armor, and then you advance with stuff. There's bosses. Like I, I didn't realize how much I missed boss fights until I started playing Portal Knights. So with f- the from your perspective, then, so on the same day that Portal Knights comes out, you get Dragon Quest Builders. So if you're walking into a shop, game, Granger Games, whichever CX Sex, but I don't know, is it whatever it's called, and you can either pick up Portal Knights or Dragon Quest Builders. For me, yeah. 
important notes. Perfect. Before, Move on. No, 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 <laughs> no Pete, you've said no. It's fine. No, it's fine. It's okay. It's all Because Dragon Quest Builders is a cracking game. Mm-hmm. Like that's really good. That. And I think if you're waiting for some kind of Switch MMO and you you want one, like the only one that's coming, which is already out in Japan, is Dragon Quest. Like that that that's the one. So my understanding of Dragon Quest never played anything in the series. So Enix brought Dragon Quest yeah. over, yeah, yeah, yeah. and SquareSoft brought Final Fantasy. But well, we know who won there, don't we? Well, no, like, it's not as simple as that. It is you, simple. It's not it's like, very simple. Like literally, there's there's like stories of like them not being allowed legally to release Dragon Quest games during exam periods in Japan. Really? Yeah, because kids like would just not do their exams and play Dragon Quest. Like that might be exaggeration. I don't know, but like like I've heard those stories. Like they're that popular over there. It like there's a there's an MMO on Switch. There is one, but it's only released in Japan. It's a Dragon Quest game. Really? Yeah, honestly, swear down. And it was on the either the Wii, which then they converted to Wii U, and then they converted it to Switch. <laughs> sold a bucket load every single time, like just because it's Dragon Quest. But from a Dragon Quest perspective, again, anything with that logo on, are people going to buy it? So, if we're going to say okay, In the West. you get well, that's the thing. So, if your head was to say which game is going to do better. You're probably going to go with Dragon Quest Builders, aren't you? But then, in theory, if you're going with your heart, you're probably going to say, "Well, Portal Knights is the better game." The re- what? Uh, it's not tough, the better game. Very like, tough. Very similar. The reason I'd pick Portal Knights isn't because it's the better game. I'd pick it because I can play it couch co-op. Yeah, and you had a better experience with it, which is important. So. Yeah, but I could have. I couldn't get the misses to play. Dragon Quest Builders because it one player she just get bored like you can't take that in turns like you could with Splatoon but I could with with Portal. Well, I'll tell you what she's gonna want to play. What? So it's a game called Fey and that's out on the sixteenth of Feb. So in Fey on Nintendo Switch, I like how they put the console in it on the blurb like that. Traverse a dark Nordic forest, like that. It's more important than you think though. That wasn't part of the blurb, guys. That was just Pete interrupting very rudely. Oh. Terrible there. In Faye... Oh, yeah, it's gone out the window. God Go on, damn it, it, Pete. In Faye on Nintendo Switch, traverse a dark Nordic forest and explore its ecosystem filled with secrets, side quests, and mystical creatures. What do you think about that, Pete? Well, it does look good. But it's got importance because it. I think that's an EA published game, isn't it? Well, you know what? Let's see if we can click on it. That is the click of the mouse. That is not me... Like the the last time I was in the A game, it was FIFA, and they came out and said, "Well, it sold bloody nothing." You're not wrong. Uh, Zoink AB FE and the FE logo are all trademarks held by Zoink AB. The EA logo is a trademark of Electronic yeah. Arts. So, so it's yeah. like EA trying to get involved in this like indie kind of scene, and I think crucially, like I don't know. I think. This is the game that EA are now releasing on Switch, and let, let, let's see how it does, because FIFA didn't do so well, but that was like a, like a downgraded... So this is it, so it's... Uh, so we're looking at the video now, that's on Nintendo uh, Nintendo website, so... Do you play that little creature that like sings and communicates So is that Faye, is it, or yeah. I don't know, I don't know really with these things. So it's talking to something, and it's communicating with it, it's dancing on the horse. The art style's lovely. Like, it's it absolutely really stunning, pretty. isn't it? But, I don't know, I think... Flying on something, February 16th. So it's EA like... Re- it's trying to capture the essence of a really good indie game. That's what it's trying to do. Well, the EA Studios, they did that. So I can't remember the name. It was Unraveled or there was something like that on the PlayStation. And it... What was the name? It'll come to me in a minute or somebody will correct me. But it was um, it was, it was a very, very much an indie-based game, but it had the backing of EA. And it seems to be like they bring these little experiences out now and again. But again, you signified the importance of this is that... They're actively trying to support this uh, this console now. I'm not sure how big of a like in terms of support, like they they've brought this Faye to the Switch, but like what else could they have brought? Hmm. 
So what they can bring to the Switch. So again, on the 16th, we've got two releases coming out. We've got Bayonetta and we've got Bayonetta 2. So Bayonetta is reborn on Nintendo Switch. Take climactic action with you wherever you go with Bayonetta 2 for Nintendo Switch. Now, you know how much I love Devil May Cry and I loved Bayonetta, the original. Never played Bayonetta 2. That was on Wii U. Wii U. So that was an exclusive. I have played both Bayonetta and Bayonetta 2. Not to completion, but I've played them both on the Wii U. And they are brilliant. Really slick, really clean. Yeah. Like, the, there's little set-piece bits where you've got, like, button prompts and stuff. It never feels like it does in, like, other games. It feels really crisp. And, as I know, I think... If I was going to... If I was going to point to games which I'd want from the Wii U to be ported over to the Switch... I'd have Bayonetta, absolutely, yeah. and I've made up, like, the two of them. in the Like, I am buying that package. I'm, I'm 100% buying yeah. it. That's a, a must-buy. Yeah, definitely. But, like, the only other one, aside from the ones that have been uh, been announced, is it, also made by Platinum Games. It's, it, it's um the wonderful 101. No idea what that is at all. I know, no one does. It, it, it's a brilliant game. Like, you... I mean, I, we could do another podcast. I think this, I think like, you've literally nailed the head on uh, nailed the head, <laughs> hit the, the nail, nail on the head. head. Yeah. That's the Millers. Hit yeah. the nail on the head of what we need to try and touch on the next one is what would you yeah. port from the Wii U? Because you were you were again one hundred percent invested in that console. Oh, yeah, I jumped in. So from yeah, I jumped in. Yeah, of uh, understatement of the year. You went in head first, head first, money in hand. Why hey, I? Yeah, yeah. And then you were like, it was yeah. a blank <laughs> check. Right, any number you want, I shall pay. <laughs> <laughs> so from your perspective we need to go through I think what what I mean, sort of games are going to come over that you think uh, will get bought Platinum Platinum Games I think that they're either like a like a second party now to Nintendo aren't they which is why we get Bayonetta and Bayonetta is an exclusive and so on I don't think that I think they're just I, I might be wrong but either way like they are a cracking studio like the games they make are really addictive really good and I think I just I just really want people to get behind this idea of Wonderful 101. The depth to that game, the complexity to it, but also like the look of it. It was like an isometric game where you traverse like each of the different maps and So Platinum Games, so they had Scalebound cancelled on the Xbox one and I think that was absolute travesty. Loads of people really loved that game. But just to go through a couple of the... Oh, 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 hang on. Star Fox Zero. I was just literally going to touch on that, my friend. Oh, yeah. Is it? No, it's on the loop. We've got uh, all on it. Star, Star Fox Zero. So Nero That's an underrated game. Nero Automata on the PlayStation 4 um, was a lot of people's game of the year. Um, mm. I can't even begin to explain. It had like multiple endings. So they mustn't be second party then. Well, presumably not, but if they've got some sort... They seem to do uh, very, very good exclusive deals with different consoles, so I don't mm. think it's specifically... I think they've just got a lot of projects going, so Bayonetta, Vanquish, Metal Gear Rising, that was a great game. Did you ever play Vanquish? No. It was no. like a shooter, and it, I th- it might have been... I thought it was a Sega game, but Vanquish was brilliant. Like. Wonderful 101. Wonderful 101. Bring that out on Switch, and I will literally give you... You name your price. Are we do another prediction? Yeah, pretty yeah, nailing that. Hold yeah. on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, hold on. Hey, come on, guy. Yeah, yeah got theme tune. Go. Yep. Prediction. Hmm? Wonderful 101. Okay. Announced for launch on Switch 2018. 2018? Yeah, I, I, they could damn. do it. They could do it, like. Oh, God damn. So. You'd I, love it as well. You know, with I believe that. Devil May Cry and well, it, Love, you'd love it. Mad World. Ever played that? Yes, I did on the Wii. So that's another one. Uh, Anarchy Reigns, 2012, PS3. Transformers Devastation. I think that'll be... They're the type of games that people love a lot. Um, I think that's like the cel-shaded one, isn't it? I'm sure that got got really... I'm sure that got quite a bit of love. Um, Legend of Korra, uh, Infinite Space, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Or Hero Turtles. It was weird when they changed that. Uh, Star Fox Guard. That was bundled in with Zero, and it oh, was, was like it? Um, like a tower defense game with Slippy Toad. And... A tower defense game with Slippy Toad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, can oh, I sell that any better? <laughs> yeah, I think that's. <laughs> you use the Wii U gamepad as like like a camera looking for the baddies. 
I, I still did it. That sounds like a very, very good evening. I didn't enjoy it, but like, I'm sure there's people out there that loved it and fair play to them. So as for courses. Again, I think it's important then if anyone's out there and they're um, they're invested in what we're doing at the moment and it's probably a good time to wrap it up. So we've gone through February releases. Um, how do you feel that went? Do you enjoy that? Yeah, no, I like the idea of just... I mean, I don't have the depth and knowledge that would be needed to comment on some of the games, but we our first impressions is what counts to a lot of games developers. They, they, they probably are quite interested mm-hmm. in what people's gut reactions are to the announcements that they've got. It's important as well because anyone that listens from our perspective, we're not in an echo chamber. Like, okay, I've, I've got quite a few different games journalists on Twitter, but realistically, the lives that we live, you know, we both got full-time jobs, you know, we both got families, we both want to work hard. It's, from my perspective, it's very, very, very hard for us to then turn around and be um, influenced by others. You know, we're very much our own people. And I think that's why critically, like we have started this website. So from Saturday, um, you're probably going to be listening to this if anyone is. Hopefully, please listen. Uh, it's going to apart from me, mom, and it's going to be uh, switchisland.co.uk. So if you go to your browsers now, that should work straight off. If there's anything wrong with it, let me know because I'm doing it on my own. Pete's Pete's shipping in with the content. I He's have the, to say, I've Pete's been, the writer. I've been dead happy with what you've done with that. It looks amazing. You happy with it? Yeah, no, you've done a really good job. I think this is something that was always going to be a bit bit of a barrier. Our skill sets are a little bit different. Like you with your techie stuff is fantastic. I do like the tech, but then from my perspective, again, from a content point of view, I like the beats <laughs> that you come up with. There's some great articles on there. We're not going to say what they are yet. We want you to go on, and yeah. we're going to have comments, so you can you can certainly leave it on there. We've got links to all our social media. Again, two thirty year old blokes with social media. <laughs> we're trying our best. You know what I mean. So, um, there's going to be some glitches in the system, aren't there? <laughs> well, I think there's there's plenty in the system. So. What I'd like to do is just very, very quickly go through the place that people can find us. So again, if you want to find us on Twitter, um, we've got Pete at GQ Preacher. And my, myself, Dan, and I'm at, at Danny Ward 2707 uh, On Instagram, we've got our pictures that we like to book up, put up of all the nerdy <laughs> stuff that we bought. Um, that is uh, switch underscore island. And then if you give me two seconds... That's right, folks. I do not have this prepared. I'm going to be able to find it very, very quickly. Pete, give me a tune. Oh, I can't sing to order. Sorry. You can't sing to order? No. I used to be able it, to. It just builds up from inside, and then I, I blurt out a good song. But... And you know what? It's even simpler. So at Instagram, we've got switch underscore island, or at switch underscore island, and on Twitter, it's at switch underscore island. And again, oh, just, just to reaffirm, the website switchisland.co.uk. Have a little look, look on there. We're going to try and update it as regular as we can with our reviews, news, any sort of features that we think we want to write on there. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing about the site is that was a little bit of a labour of love right there. Like, yeah. We're both very busy, but I thoroughly enjoyed just writing a couple of thoughts about certain things. It's the best part about it. I just managed to work on a few bits during lunchtime and this is the whole point of what we're doing. I know we said it last time, but it's just, it's a labour of love. You know, we we both care about the industry. We both care about a hobby that we built up over, you know, 20 odd years of, uh, of gaming and, if anyone's there and you're joining us, like we made up that you're there for the ride, um, and please let us know what you think of it. And like it's important comments. If you are listening to us, if you have got any pointers, if you, the things that annoy you, probably me. Um, the, I don't do, remember you. Oh, you're, see, you're far laugh. too nice. It will be. It might be your golfy laugh, but it might be going every five seconds in between every <laughs> sentence. But hey, it might be like the announcement for like predictions. What when we did the bongs before bong? I oh, know. Like, no one's gonna worry about that. Just, it might be like the uh, prediction. Yeah, if you want to want to advise a different jingle or you want to make one for us, by all means, please. Uh, even if you like the jingle that we, we made at the start of the podcast, just guys, let us know. Like, You've got all our deets. Give us some sort of tweet. Give us an Instagram. Give us a like. Give us a follow. Whatever you can do, it'll help us out. So I've been Dan. I've been Pete. Have a great night. Thank you very much. Let's go.